welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey, it's so good to see you this morning. Hey, last week, you know what? It wasn't even last week. It was like New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We did a discussion mm-hmm. about the best man, the final chapters. If yes, you have not seen the best man, the movies, followed mm-hmm. by the series on Peacock. You know, they ain't paying us for this. But anyway, that's beside the point. I know. They should um, pay us They for should it. because, anyway, we've been promoting the show in the sense that it is talking about things that we love to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we just kicked off a Zoom meeting and It was very random, Facebook. too. Wasn't it? It was it like was. less than 24 hours. Okay, y'all want to do this? You want to have a conversation on New Year's Eve? Okay. <laughs> I think it was actually less than like three hours. I, it I think was it was not. It, it, it was, was pretty. I, I did it on seven o'clock on one day, and it was oh, set right. for like two o'clock. Two o'clock the next, the next day. day. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But it felt like very like let's go. Let's I, do yeah, it. because we were so excited, and I was so excited that people actually showed up, and and we had a conversation. So if you are interested in it, there are spoilers everywhere. So don't even bother <laughs> clicking it, and then. <laughs> everywhere every arguing with us that spoiler. we that we spoiled it for you so that's mm-hmm. exactly what this is it's a complete discussion of the first about three chat three chapters of the series um in the in the episode you can find that on our facebook page yeah you see the recording on our facebook page for the girl can i ask you She's something so- podcast page so that's public yeah. for everybody yeah that's public for everybody that was so cool it was it was very cool and i'm looking forward to doing it again we're going to do it again yeah soon so very soon yeah if you're interested in participating you can do that too right yeah that's right so we'll post it on the podcast info um, page when we have the exact mm-hmm. date and time and the zoom information and you can join us too i would mm-hmm. highly recommend you look soon because it's going to be within the next week yeah, yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it all right okay all right now since i got that out of the way i was so mm-hmm. excited about that girl mm. can What's i up? ask you something you absolutely can what are you going <laughs> to ask me i'm kind of we haven't talked so i'm looking forward to finding out what you're going to ask me go for it i just want to know when you got married did people mm-hmm. give you advice no oh people give you good advice about how to be married Girl, I'm sure that they gave me advice that they thought was great. Like the biggest one for me was like, don't go to bed angry. Oh, a family that um, prays together, stays together. Mm-hmm. That, was some, that was advice. That was okay. advice. Uh, it's cheaper to keep her was also advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, here's one that my husband absolutely hates. Um, all right. He says that we should abolish, uh, do away with, which is happy wife, wife happy, happy life. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Dave is pretty solid on that. How yeah. much he hates that, that. That one came out in the um, <laughs> best man uh, conversation. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he didn't like that one so much. At all. You'd have to listen to, to get that um, detail. Well, I stumbled across an article called the nine taboo things that can actually benefit your relationship. And I sent it to Ramel and I said, hey, let's talk about this. 
And she was like, yeah, let's do it, which is actually the answer to every single thing I bring to her. If I say, hey, Ramel, let's do this, she always says, yes, I, I have yet to he hear a no. So I have to really govern myself accordingly because she you always have to really want to yes. do it. You have to always really want to do it. Because she's like, going to say yes. <laughs> let's do it, girl. Jump off a building? No. But anything else besides that? That's so yes. funny. Yeah. Like, she's just going to say yes. So, mm -hmm. right. Well, anyway, um, so we didn't talk about our thoughts on this before this moment. So this is really our live in the moment assessment of somebody's. Mm -hmm. We got this off of the uh, Huffington Post. So I'll put that in the show notes. And but, to be honest with you, I haven't yeah. even read the whole thing. Is that bad? No, because I read it and I know that you have opinions. So all I have to do is read the taboo and you will have something to say. I, I read it and I could like hear your voice going, wah, 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 about, you know, so do I really I sound like that. Come on. You said, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, okay. Ha, okay. Number one of nine. Yes. Sleeping mm -hmm. in separate beds is a taboo. Now, I'll just read a little bit about it, and then we can have a discussion. Okay. According to the article, that there's a stigma towards couples who sleep apart in what they call a sleep divorce. Mm -hmm. Because outsiders assume there must be trouble in paradise. Either the relationship is on the rocks or their sex life is crap. I'm sorry. It said it's non-existent, <laughs> but I'm just going to put in my own words there. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so you don't have to tell me if you and your husband sleep in separate beds. But I will say I do not sleep separate from my husband. I, we just, we, no, I'm all about the cuddle. So it's got to well, be together. I love the cuddle, but I do know people who don't sleep in the same room. Okay. Wait, do you think they have a bad sex life or that their relationship is on the rocks? Definitely not the latter. I don't know about their sex life. Okay. But the people that I know that sleep in separate bedrooms, like one of them has a horrible, like sleeping um, like snoring yes right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or they're on different sleep schedules you know where they might not they are not sleeping at the same time you know what I mean and so mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that they are not having sex or they don't have uh, you know that they are their relationship is on the rocks excuse mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. but it might be the way that they manage to be able to have a good relationship because imagine if you were like totally mad because you could not get sleep any night of the week that would really mess with you know yeah relationship that would yeah i could see that mm -hmm. so i am going to raise my hand as being one of the people who i uh, usually will make a judgment right quick what because i don't know any better because mm -hmm. i don't know many people who sleep i don't know if people are sleeping in separate beds but i always thought oh they're sleeping in separate beds they must yeah, you know, let's not be able to get it together. I read the article, it's like, okay, okay. I just never really thought about it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I did assume that they probably would have a, a off sex life because, I mean, they're not sleeping in the bed together. Maybe it's not, I mean, maybe it's more pur purposeful, like it's set up. Like, oh, you know, I mean, you know, some people, some relationships, they actually don't have as much spontaneous sex. So maybe that's part of it. Since they're not in the bed, it's not maybe as spontaneous well, like but... all my sex is not in the bed so. well there you go you just took the bed out <laughs> of the equation that's what i'm saying it doesn't have to all be uh, it doesn't have to all be 
centered around being in the bed together, but maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a little more scheduled or. Well, I like the idea of making it work because just because somebody is on maybe a loud machine, like I don't know if the CPAP is loud, but you know, snoring, that that doesn't mean they should Mm -hmm. not have a relationship. And I definitely agree that you don't just have to have sex at night, (laughs) have a Mm -hmm. sexual relationship in the evenings or even Mm -hmm. just in the bed. So I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I usually always wonder, though, oh, so they all sleep in the same bed. I wonder what that's about. Now, I could wonder these things, but I don't have to make too many assumptions. But I, I do kind of, it makes me, it gives me pause. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't thought about how good this could be. So if mm-hmm. you're my friend and you sleep separate from your spouse and you want to tell me how. The re- okay. <laughs> I'm just going to edit that out in post-production. Okay. Nobody heard that. I am open. I'm curious though. I'm really curious. You can't Uh ask people about their relationships because like, I think that's taboo, but there's something in me that just wants to ask questions and I want to know, how does that work? And how do you make that work? But I can see it. Like if you read the article, it tells about, yeah, how it's just healthier for people who have issues with, um, but I would tell you one of the advice pieces that I had given people in the past (laughs) Because when you've been as married married as long as I've been, sometimes people ask, so what are, what are secrets? What do y'all do? And one of the things we say is go to bed at the same time. Now, I know everybody can't do that, but if you could arrange that and make that a priority, I was always telling people, oh, yeah, that, that will be something that works for us. We'll go to bed at the same time. And that way we have our conversations and cuddles and, and stuff. At, you know, we're keeping the same schedule. Just because it works for us doesn't mean it works for everybody, but that was one of the advice pieces that I gave to other people, which might be now uh, taboo number 10. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Well, um, taboo number two, talking about your romantic past. And they Hmm. say for many couples discussing their love lives before they got together is off the table. They find it too uncomfortable a topic or worry about it being threatening to their current partner. But discussing prior relationships shouldn't be taboo, they say. We all have past and those experiences have shaped the person we are today. Yes, girl. I agree. I would just, okay. Now, I agree because I am curious as all. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to know. I I like to study people. I should have been a psychologist, but see what happened was. So I I wanted to know. So what happened here and what happened in this relationship? Mm Because I'm kind of curious what happened before me and who are you? Like, you can learn. Okay, so my statistics background says that historical data helps you predict future behavior. (laughs) So. It doesn't mean you are your past, but it definitely gives uh, a hint to their patterns that you should pay attention to. Mm-hmm. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. But I, so I wanted to know some of the back history, but I can see how people might not want to share that. And I didn't have a choice. My husband was my friend for mm-hmm. when we first met. So he has some insight on me from because we had a friendship and then we started dating. So we were sharing already at that mm-hmm. point. How about you? I I think I think there's nothing wrong with sharing your romantic past. However, I think there is I think there's sharing so that you you know, you can get to know a person, but then there's also 
being stagnant, staying in that place where you're constantly bringing up your past relationships. And I don't think that's good for anybody. I think it's one thing to share, but overshare like all the time. Like, you know, people tend to dig up the past and if they feel comfortable because they told you about Billy Bob, you know, from, you know, 10 years ago and they keep bringing up Billy Bob, that can't be, that can't feel good. I would think. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm all for getting the information from the past. I imagine mm-hmm. in some cases, and the article mentions that it might cause some jealousy or some insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, I don't think talking about sexual, your sexual relationship in the past, like those type of details are mm-hmm. important unless it really does impact your current relationship. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk about that. When I was reading it, it was talking about how it might cause fear, jealousy, and other insecurities, and that there's mm-hmm. some things you don't need to necessarily talk about. It's, it's not important. And um, I think you have to know your person. Yeah. You yeah. have to know your person just because you want to share it really doesn't mean that they It was really... going to edify them or help them or be yeah. helpful. Yeah, it yeah. might help you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I knew what, you know, Jimmy's, like, I don't care about his Ex. previously his yeah. exes or whatever um i never really asked about them and for me it wasn't it wasn't important i didn't want to know not because i thought that i don't know i just never wanted to know so and, hold on let me ask hmm. you this because when we've gone to each other when david and i've gone to each other's high school reunions and stuff he always wanted to know, okay, did you date any of these guys or so, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to he was interested in that Mm-hmm. And I, I think I was, I was interested in that when I went to his. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, do I, do I know you dated any of these people? I yeah. don't know. I find that curious. You're not at all curious if you dated anybody at the high school reunion. Mm-mm. Not even curious. You don't give a flip. No, I'm married to his behind. I'm, <laughs> I don't care. I live like literally do not care. Like I, I think he's told me about one relationship a long time ago mm-hmm. when we were dating. And he brought her up. I didn't bring her up. And I was okay with it. If he wanted to tell me about Sharonda from, you know, boo, 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 he could do that. I don't care. I, I'm the one dealing with him now. 2023. All right, Sharonda, so. we don't care about you. All right. Okay. 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 Number three. Okay, I know I talked about the best man earlier in the episode, but Robin got killed for this one um, in public opinion. Number hmm. three is flirting with other people. I mm, I think so we it's had been... an episode. Hold on. Can I say uh-huh. this? We yeah. had an episode on flirting mm-hmm. and our guest talked about flirting with other people, mm-hmm. but she didn't talk about it in a way that it sounded like she was aiming for some type of infidelity or cheating on her spouse. She made it sound more like complimenting other people, which could be considered Mm -hmm. flirting. So I think we should maybe specify what we, what we mean here. Well, that was actually what I was about to say is that I think that flirting, when you say that out loud, I think it depends on your intent. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're flirting with somebody because you, they, you think they're cute and you intend to maybe try to pursue that, you know, you know, if that's the way your head is, then that flirting with other people is not in good faith. Okay. But if you, 
I think if you're telling you're complimenting people, if you're batting your eyes like at the waiter who you know when you leave that restaurant, you are never going to see again and you don't really care, have a little fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. So 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 you flirt with other people? I I have been told that I do. I told her. <laughs> I have other friends who tell me that because I have other friends I talk to when I go into say FedEx and I have yeah. them on speakerphone. It's, it's really the fit. Okay, that was me. That it, was me. It wasn't just you though. <laughs> I've had other friends who have come with me into FedEx on the phone. It was like, why are like, you flirting with why the FedEx are you people? With the FedEx people. Yeah, she I'm does, FedEx y'all. FedEx, she loves y'all. She does. <laughs> she does. The article talks about enga- engaging in flirty banter with someone other than your partner mm-hmm. is often seen as a sign that you might be unfaithful or open to be unfaithful or unhappy mm-hmm. in your current relationship. But just as Ramel said, if it's done without the intention of fidelity, that it, well, no, Ramel didn't say that, but it could have the potential to spice up your relationship. I'm sorry, what? So what? if we flirt with other people, it helps spice up our relationship, uh, you know? I don't really get, I mean, like for me, it doesn't get that from, I don't get it. I don't get that spice up feeling because I flirt with other people. I just feel good about my day. I go on about my day. I'm like, it, it, I think it actually helps my overall mood. So maybe that helps Jimmy in the long run, I guess, but it enhances these feelings of sensuality and confidence when you can flirt successfully. So maybe mm-hmm. you do bring that back to your, maybe. I just don't want anybody to leave here thinking that I said <laughs> that you should flirt with other people. Cause I'm not, I'm not really sure on this one. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure. So I've seen my husband flirt and at times I can look back and say, Oh yeah, look at my handsome husband. And yeah, I can see, you know, I can see, how, I don't know, I've, I've seen that before and it's not bothered me. Then there's times that it has. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. so inconsistent, y'all. I can't really comment on this one too much. Yeah. Do, I don't, and I do don't what's think best I, for your, fa- your relationship. <laughs> I will say, I don't think I'm very flirty with other people around my husband. I don't think he would even care, but. I I don't know. I think I I don't do it around my husband because I think maybe that feels a little disrespectful. But see, I would say depending on what your definition of flirting is, and seeing Mm -hmm. like if you're maybe very chatty with uh, the bartender or the waiter Mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, somebody else in the in the room. If they, if your partner sees it as flirting, then it feels like flirting. So it mm-hmm. might not even be your definition. Okay, so we're. I'm not going to sign off on that one. It's just like you better do what's best for you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she said, "Girl, don't put me. Don't, don't, don't put, put my me name in, in my yeah. Don't put my name in your mouth." <laughs> but to said, I no, ain't say we're that. Not doing no, that. I ain't say that. Oh my gosh. Well, the next one is kind of an interesting thing. Um, it says taboo number four is masturbating. Now, we did have an episode with a sex therapist who mm-hmm. talked to us about toys that we could use with or without our partner. So but why is it taboo, though? Well, hold on. There's taboo. Okay. I've taboo. heard that something I, I have sat through a lot of marriage enrichment sessions, mm-hmm. read books, and oftentimes, if you're Christian, you're not supposed to masturbate. I, I don't know where that is in the Bible, but you get that sense. And number two, 
some people see it as cheating because you're having a sexual experience without your spouse. Oh. That are those are are, are things that I've heard over time. We had an episode where the sex therapist was teaching mm -hmm. you how to how to masturbate better. You know, mm -hmm. use tools and how that can benefit your partnership because then you can tell your partner what you like. Like mm -hmm. so. Um, the ladies over here is like, why is this even on the list? That's taboo. <laughs> That's, I'm literally like, what in the world? But I, I think that when you're able to really point to your partner what feels good and what doesn't. And to be honest with you, I mean, we're at different stages in our life. And that ple those pleasure centers may actually change. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, it might not always be with the way you did it this way for the last 30 years, it could change. But if, you know, if you don't take some self-exploration time, you know, get into a groove a little bit, how you, you, you can't, how you can't find out. I mean, not to say you can't find out. I mean, I think masturbation is fun and I think it's fine. So we wouldn't have put that one on the list. We're like, oh, I wouldn't have put it on but, the list. But I would say that I have heard of mm -hmm. that being taboo. So okay. it's it's not it's not like I've never heard of that before. No, I've absolutely oh. heard of that um, being taboo. Like uh, according to the article, it says some folks mistakenly believe that if you are self pleasuring, then you are not sexually satisfied in your relationship. It's just not true. Okay. Yeah. Next. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I just want to take a note to say I just I forget sometimes that we're recording. Right. Oh no. And so, so I was like, "Yeah, masturbation. It's fun and it's fine." <laughs> I'm that, like, that is oh not going to be removed in post production. <laughs> so everybody, <laughs> I, I was sitting here going, and while you were talking, I'm sitting here like, Wait you did just say minute. that." <laughs> Well, for the right amount of money, I could take that out in post-production. No, I so don't. I'm just let it roll. Just let it roll. All right. Oh, gosh. Here's another one. Goodness, you know what? Our podcast has covered a lot of things because we've covered this one, too. Number five is take separate vacations. Mm -hmm. And we've had an episode on mommy retreats. Mm-hmm. And we love those things. We think, you know, you get a mommy retreat. You get a mommy <laughs> retreat. What? You don't have kids? You get a mommy, get a mommy retreat. retreat. <laughs> it applies to all. Yeah, I'm telling so, you. And that goes, you know, I talk, we talk about mommy retreats because we're women. But mm -hmm. yeah, men can, we understand and appreciate that we all have different, you know, we have friends and we want to have fun with our friends. It doesn't at least in my mind, it doesn't take away from mm -hmm. spending time with my spouse. So I want to definitely take trips with my spouse as right. well. I wouldn't take right. only separate uh, vacations. vacations. Mm -mm. I, but it's so valuable to have vacations with my girlfriends. And so mm -hmm. I want to do both. And I keep the door open for him to do the same thing as well. Exactly. My husband and I actually take separate vacations actually for we've been doing it for a while and it's it's good like I just came back out of town I've been gone for five nights and I um <laughs> and um I actually enjoyed coming back to the house I missed everybody it gives mm -hmm. you opportunity, opportunity yeah. to miss each other yes 
appreciate each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like sleeping by myself, but it takes maybe a little vacation, a little getaway for me to go like, oh my goodness, this so sucks. Instead of fighting with them over the um, comforter, right? Right. You know, so there's that. I think I'd much rather fight with them over the comforter than be in the bed by myself. Whoever said taking separate vacations was bad. Boo. That's it. All right. And then there's going to bed angry. That's number six. Yeah, that's the first thing that you said that you heard when you got married. I heard I hear that I've heard that a lot too. It goes through all of our marriage enrichments. They're like, don't go to bed angry. Wait a minute. I think I think the reason why I I am because I think it just dawned on me. I think the reason why that one sticks in my head over all of them is because I'm always doing it. Oh, girl. Yes. (laughs) I know how to have angry sex. Oh, I do, too. Actually, angry sex. That's (laughs) that's at the top of the list. Okay, sharing way too much this episode way too much way too much much. (sighs) Uh, i mean like you know seriously you can't necessarily you can't reconcile everything in one night sometimes it takes sometimes it takes days sometimes that ish happens at night like there is no time to figure it out before you gotta go to bed and what you don't need to do is to stay up late when you're exhausted or mm-hmm. emotionally upset, don't have time. Like, I don't believe in that. I know communication oh, breaks down like crazy when you're mm-hmm. tired and when you're worn out and um, and you need a little, sometimes you just need a little space and come back to it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say, definitely wouldn't ask people to stay up and hash it out before you go to bed. Although I have heard that exact advice, hash it out, fix it before you go to bed. I don't go to bed. I've heard that. And yeah. I say, uh, don't do that. Yeah, I, th- I think where it comes into play is that people are afraid that if you don't talk about it, it gets swept up under the rug. That is a good like- concern, actually. Mm-hmm. That Just because we say you, you can go to bed angry doesn't mean you don't need to resolve it later. Uh, you yeah. got to put a pin in that, come back to it at a different time. Yeah, I think it's hard because like nobody wants to argue. And if you're already mad at each other, you don't want to come back to it. But I think that's why I think that's the reasoning behind it. But girl, I all I can say is, yeah, I'm going to sip on some water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. OK. Number seven is not my hang up. It is mm-hmm. talking openly about money is a taboo. And see, the the thing why I was like, wow, this is an interesting one, because I always thought the advice was, you know, a lot of people get divorced over money issues. So you want to have uh, clear communication around that, even if it's hard to have mm-hmm. clear communication around that, to have a better relationship. So I don't know anybody says, y'all don't talk about money because, you know, money will mess up, money conversations will mess up a relationship said no one ever did, did anybody tell yeah, you that no no even before we were married i knew all of his financial stuff he knew all of mine our finances have been married as well like some people have <laughs> right have uh, separate finances as married yeah. people but our our finances have been married yep. a lo- right along with us actually our finances were 
together before we got married, which was what is that? Their finances were for fornicating. Is that what we're saying? They were testing. (laughs) They were doing a test run when we had. That's what I meant. Sorry, I used such a negative (laughs) word. Uh, well, I mean, be, I think because we were we were living together and things like that, and we knew we were going to get married. I mean, maybe that's the young, the young person in me who is just like, oh, throw it to the wind, I'll throw caution to the wind, and let's just I don't put our recommend money together. That. No, I don't, I don't either. Not now, now I understand what you did, mm-hmm. but if I were advising you, being the person I am now with my mm-hmm. wisdom, I'd say I absolutely like marrying my money with my husband like marrying our money mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. but not until i agree like that's what i would I say agree. To people now i and, agree um i also would recommend not that i am licensed to recommend anything mm-hmm. i just want to say that but the scenario where women don't know how much their spouse makes and don't know anything about the finances you know yeah. have those conversations yeah that's not love. I I'm not certified to tell y'all nothing. But if you were to ask me, I would say there's something wrong in a relationship if you don't have a good sense of the finances in the house. Like you don't know how much your spouse makes, and all that's kind of hidden. You don't know where the money is. You don't even take care of your own, you know, finances that come to you. I I would say that is not a safe place to be. Well, it's different if it's being hidden. If like that, the intent is to hide it. But if you are a person who does is avoiding knowing because there's some kind of hookup for you, I mean, um, it's an issue for you, like a sort, you know what I mean? So it, well, let it me tell you what they said here in the mm-hmm. article, because that's where I was taking it. It says uh, in the article, it says, mm-hmm. I spoke with a woman this week who's been married 23 years and doesn't mm-hmm. know how much money her husband makes or anything about his finances. Yep. Now they're separated and she's dependent on him to keep paying her rent. Her not knowing anything about his finances has become a really big deal. So that was what I had in my head. And I'm Uh thinking, yeah, don't do that. I agree. I I agree. What I'm what I'm saying is the intent is that could be different if he is hiding his finances. Yeah, right. Then, yes, that's a huge deal from that perspective. Also, it's a huge deal if she is avoidant of mm-hmm. trying to find out what he makes because I don't need to know what he makes. He just b- pays all the bills. When I use my card, it works. Right. You right. know, and so that's a different that's a different issue, but all big and I wouldn't suggest it. Why do I keep by me doing the even numbers? I get another sex one. So I don't I didn't that. set this up. I, I don't know, know how that didn't. happens. Yeah. I know you Maybe didn't. you just gravitate to those. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know I'm not that. Okay. Anyway, taboo number eight is watching porn. So they say a porn habit can be damaging if consumption is excessive. Oh, and it's used to regulate emotions or begins to interfere with a person's daily life, like their job and relationships. So that's first off. They're saying that sometimes porn can be exciting for the sex life between you and your partner. Well, I want to just say that when they talked about the porn habit in the beginning, which you just read mm-hmm. off, Ramel, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was more like a porn addiction. And that, yeah. and that when it interferes with your regular life and job life, which which can happen. A lot of people don't know that you can have a porn addiction mm-hmm. that can even interfere, especially for men um, having sex with 
women, you know, with human, you know, just, just, you know, in-person women as opposed to masturbating to the porn, that's, that's a big deal. So that is a big deal. A lot of people uh, don't know about it. We wanted to do an episode on that. We just haven't found anybody who would talk about it with oh, us. Oh my God. It's so taboo. Why it, nobody it's like wants men to don't want to talk. Like we wanted to talk to a man to say how porn is addictive and apparently, okay, now we haven't talked to a whole lot of men, but we don't get a lot of men wanting to talk about that because we've asked. Yeah. And we they're like, um, I'd like not to talk about that topic <laughs> because I'm not, I think there's a man code or something. Okay. I, I'm now I'm, I'm making assumptions, but I, <laughs> I just say, you know, that's a, a tight, a tight subject for men. So mm-hmm. all I want to say is that it can be an addiction in those cases um, that can be bad. I also yeah. want to disclose that I bought a book which I still think is a fabulous book for any person who's get who's any any married for I said married person because I'm thinking about keeping relationships together. Mm-hmm. But it's called 100 and she ain't paying me for this either, but it's called 101 <laughs> Nights of Great Sex and it's by a woman named Laura Corn. And this book, I always like to give it away at bachelorette parties, you know, mm-hmm. as a gift because it provides 52 weeks of sexual related intimate related activities to do with your partner mm-hmm. 52 written for the woman and 52 written for the man to do and one of them was one that i pulled one time was to go buy a video because this was a very long time ago when they were like video stores. video like blockbuster like i had to go into a, yeah mm-hmm. but that uh, where you buy a pornographic video tape because mm-hmm. that's what it was back when I, oh and, dear and and you watch it with your spouse and y'all do what they're doing on tv mm-hmm. on the on the, so i think i got as far as getting to the store but i was like i ain't doing this i now it's mm. it so it's not yeah it would no it was it was well but, okay first of all you do not have to do that to get porn right now it's on your phone right <laughs> I mean, like right there's that right uh, at that time you had to go into the store to get that and I think I was just too flustered at the time to make that work yeah but, and there were also they used to be like in the little CD section yeah you had to go the, into the CD section and maybe even show your ID before you could get there it's a oh whole different God, thing now it's a whole thing I can see how and like in the article it says in many cases watching porn together can be a great addition to a healthy exciting sex life with your partner Mm-hmm. This part was actually a very short part of the part of the um, article. They didn't mm-hmm. give a lot of other information there, so I'm I'm okay with just leaving it there. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to the watching um, porn part? My husband and I tried it once, and I, it just I we both found it to be a distraction mm-hmm. um, because we're watching other people, but we were really more wanting to be watching each other. And so it was a distraction. It's like, oh, wait a minute, what are they doing? So I think we did that one time and we both were like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. it was oh, like a what, what, Did you know we were doing all the tea today? I don't, I, don't I didn't, know. you know, I really, I think I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> I actually think I am sweating a little bit because I'm putting it all out there. Okay. Oh, you are. And I'm not editing it out without money. I'm going to need lots of money. Lots of money. Mm -hmm. All right. And the last and final taboo of this article is keeping secrets from your partner. Tell basically to tell your partner everything. 
Hold on. Because like, it says this one is extremely controversial. And in some cases, she believes, this is uh, um, one of the marriage and relationship therapists says mm -hmm. that she believes keeping a secret can actually be better for your relationship. So the taboo is don't keep secrets. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Because I, I remember in the marriage retreats I've done, they often say, let's be transparent. Be complete. It's, it's easier to be transparent and not mm -hmm. to um, have secrets. And she's saying, actually, there's some secrets that are good to keep. So if a behavior or a belief occurred in the past, so now we're talking about the past again, mm -hmm. that you have learned from and are no longer practicing, it can sometimes be advisable for the survival or health of the relationship not to share. That goes completely mm -hmm. against advice I too had been given about being completely transparent. But I'm inclined to agree that I think that mm. there are some things that could or should be kept secret. But let me just tell you something. If you're going to keep a secret, be damn good at keeping the secret. Yeah. Like, don't if, be if telling you all a, your friends. Right. So don't let your, your wife. spouse be the last one to know because mm -hmm. you kept a bad secret. And like that, that's awful. That's like, mm -hmm. that is, is terrible. So if you can't keep it within yourself and you other people know yeah that's that's not a secret actually uh, you know that if that if they can find out it's worse to tell the secret and then to be found out i'm just gonna tell you keeping secrets have ne has never really been good for us mm -hmm. um in times that we've tried to keep secrets the universe has told on us somehow it's like it did not work out so well uh -huh. you know, it's just like we we couldn't actually keep um, the secret, and then we had to go through the you're not telling me stuff, you know. So yeah. we had to go through that, and for us, more transparency has been better. Yeah, I can still say I can see how there might be some things that you don't need to or have to share, and that that would be a better decision. But that might be a case by case scenario. Yeah, and I I think I've been with. I've been with Jimmy since I was 21. Mm -hmm. And so there really hasn't, there wasn't really anything in my past that he didn't know about. Mm -hmm. So it would be hard for me. I just don't, I don't relate to that one as well, because mm -hmm. If I'm keeping a secret at this point, he, he's going to be mad. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But my past didn't really, I didn't really live a life is what I'm saying. Yeah, like but if I had you're been back like, talking about the past. I mean, like yeah. other secrets. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. Listen, don't, don't. I feel worn you, out. She's lying right now. Let me tell y'all. What? She did not tell him the last time she ordered that. I don't know. Ooh. Crystal from Amazon. Uh, from Let me Etsy. tell you. Okay. Yeah. I keep lots of crystal secrets. <laughs> Lots of crystal secrets. <laughs> the truth comes out. See? Yeah, when you I actually said that. You. Oh, thank. But actually, thank you because I couldn't think of something that I I have tried to keep from my husband. Crystal purchases are one of them. <laughs> yeah, and I think all the crystal loving people are like, we get it. We understand. We it. I know. I mean, like, I have crystal friends, so they understand. I will say that I think it is important when you want to share a secret. Mm -hmm. that you think about why you're sharing it. Like, mm. If you're sharing mm -hmm. something just because it's killing you, oh, I did something and it it could die with me, but I, I just can't. I just, Sometimes a secret might need to go with your therapist. I don't know. Instead of burdening 
your spouse with it. Mm-hmm. So I would say this one is on a case by case scenario. And also we are not relationships or marriage therapists. So if we're you just two to us, ladies it, who yeah. like to <laughs> talk. We got opinions. <laughs> yeah, we got opinions. <laughs> we come up with so many scenarios. I know. Huh? We got experience and opinions. Mm-hmm. There's no license, so don't no listen license. to us. <laughs> don't hold me listen to us, reliable. but don't listen to <laughs> us. Please come back. <laughs> listen to us, but don't listen to us. That's right. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah, <laughs> for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> there you go. And you did it in such a yes. I love it. Such. When are you gonna start like uh, doing uh, what do you call it? Voiceovers. Voiceovers. That yeah. was a definite voiceover. Voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually, part of my job will have me doing some um, some voiceover type of stuff. So. Oh, I love that for you. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. gonna be great. <laughs> well, we hit all nine of our taboos. It was so much fun. Oh, this was I, good. Yeah, I really love it when sometimes when we're able to have conversations and we don't have the pre conversation. Yeah, yeah, because it's just it's just the way we are anyway. I mean, yeah, like, very organic. I'm like, oh yeah, but you I didn't. Love it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. always fun. I love it. So, we just want to thank you all for coming back every other week <laughs> and um, sitting down with us. It's so much fun. So until next time. Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.